Hello and welcome to Tani Talks Parsha. This year where we talk about the Parsha of the week with some practical lessons to keep. We're here in Parsha's Pinchas. We're going to talk a little bit with our new name. We're going to revamp ourselves a little bit. Try to keep it sometimes 10 to 15 minutes, sometimes 5 to 10 minutes. Just talking a little bit about the idea of what's involved in the Parsha. A little bit about what we see from the Parsha, what we can learn from the Parsha, sometimes using verses and sources from Chabad, sometimes just talking a little bit, what comes to mind with the Parsha. So we come to Parsha's Pinchas. Pinchas is a fascinating character. Some people say Pinchas was Eliyahu, Eliyahu was Pinchas, Eliyahu, the great prophet, one of my favorite prophets of all time from Tanakh. Pinchas sees that there is mayhem. After Bilaam tries to curse the Jews a couple of times, Bullock sending Bilaam to do his bidding doesn't work. He, he blesses the Jews a few times. Bullock very upset the, uh, the king who sent him. And Bilaam says, you know what, free advice, I'll give you one last ditch effort. The king of the Jews, the father of the Jews, the father of the world, the, the, the one true God, I don't know if he said those words, but I'm saying that we know that Hashem is the one true God. Hates immorality, hates zinus. So why don't you, Bilam tells Balak, try to entice the Jews, get him with the girls, bring out some Midianite girls, dress them up, adorn them, and hide idolatry amongst it, and have the, the girls lure the men in and uh, make them bow to idols and whatnot. So basically, unfortunately, his ruse works. And some 24,000 uh, men are, are killed off in this manner. Basically, Major Magefa and um, you know some of the tribal leaders and whatnot were involved. Famous people were involved. And um, Moshe at a, was at a loss, according to the commentators, of what to do because he had forgotten the halacha that says if someone brazenly comes and, and flouts Hashem's will, he's liable to the death penalty. And some say it was Dafka and the matter of Pinchas that Moshe forgot so that Pinchas could come and take what is rightfully his and earn the kahuna for himself, which of course he did. Pinchas sees Zimri and Kuzbi, uh, a prince of one of the, the tribes of the Jewish people and, uh, and a Midianite princess, and he basically knows that they're involved in not good actions and he basically kills both of them with a spear through a very un, a very not uh, not good manner. And uh, basically, Pinchas stops the Magefa himself. Pinchas stands up, gets up, stops the plague from everybody, and halts it in its presence. But not before 24,000 tragic, sad people are killed off. So Pinchas is seen as a righteous zealot. Pinchas is seen as someone who has alacrity and zeal. And we talk at length about Pinchas and Eliyahu in the in the Tani Talks Life, formerly known as the Lecture Series, where we talk a whole lecture, a whole shiur about alacrity and zeal and how important it is to have that in life. You know, sometimes we have to be the ones to stand up and take take the reins. Sometimes we have to be the ones to to take the the hold of the mission of what is in the world, what is in life. Pinchas was the person to stand up. It reminds me of the Misha and Pirkei Avos, but Makom She'en Ish Hishtada Lihiyot Ish. Really, but Makom She'en Anashim Hishtada Lihiyot Ish. I forget which parak and which Mishnah. 
but a very famous saying. In a place when there are no people, in a place where there is no one, you have to stand up. You have to be that someone. And that goes for really any aspect of life. That goes from any type of what we could do in life, what we could be involved in in life, what we could contribute in life, anything we could do in life. Anything we could do in our world to contribute, to help out, we need to do. We need to be involved in doing and We need to make sure that we're participating in. So if you have a talent, you have an ability, you could stand up and be that person and you can bring something to the world. We have to do that. We talk about that a lot on all of my podcasts, you know, using your inner passion, using your inner ability, using your inner voice, using your inner talent, using your inner godless that Hashem gave you in whatever manner, whatever way possible. Some people are very gifted at writing. Some people are very gifted in editing and reading. Some people are very gifted at talking. I, I have a passion for audio, a passion for radio. I like to use it and I do it in the podcast format. Of course, my, my goal, my dream is to be on live radio. Like listening to the radio stations growing up, Lahavdil, where it was live, they had the mornings. And to use it in a Torah manner to somehow fuse all the shows and bring it to a live forum. You know, there's a, there's a Jewish one, Jay and M&M, there's one in Israel. It would be wonderful to be able to do that one day. That's a dream for me. And also to be on TED Talks, to talk on stage to hundreds of people, if not thousands, on, on whatever Hashem puts in our mind and Hashem puts in our thoughts. But we have to take the first steps. We have to take the ability to get there. We have to figure out how to do so and how to go so. What do we do to get up and get in there? So we see that Pinchas figures out that something is not right. Pinchas figures out something is is a little off kilter and he has to stand up and do something. So in our life, we have to make sure to rise up. We have to make sure to be that ish and it doesn't have to be something that is phantasmagorical that's a Taniism over here I call these words that make up Taniisms but it has to be something where we're able to contribute we're able to do something we're able to bring something that wasn't officially done before so the again using my own best examples to give over to you the listener is from my own private life so on these podcasts, I wanted to give over a little bit about the parsha and a little bit about Perkiello submission per day, a little bit on OT, a tidbit, and a daf, quick lesson a day. And, we, and it's now the Tani Talk series, so Tani Talks Parsha on this show, Tani Talks Life on the Life Show, formerly the lecture show, and Tani Talks Daf. Tani talks Perkiavos and Tani talks OT. Different aspects to rise up and, and do what we can to try to contribute a little bit in any way we can, to try to contribute in any manner we can. We learn from the great zealot, alacritous individual Pinchas, who was so zealous for Hashem, was so alacritous for Hashem, and, and, and made sure to be the person that, that stood up. Also, Eliyahu was very zealous on behalf of Hashem. He alone challenged the 400 fake prophets of the Baal. He also invited the other fake prophets, I forget which fake god, which fake idol, really, they, that he challenged, but a lot of people showed up, and he, he did an unprecedented thing. He basically called on Hashem to give a miracle to bring down the fire, to eat up his carbon, and to show up the, the Nevi'eh, quote-unquote Nevi'eh, the false prophets of the Baal. And it was him that stood up alone. 
you know, and Eliyahu is is chased out by Ahav and Izevil, a really terrible pair of a, of a very evil king and his very evil wife, maybe more evil the wife, I don't know. Some say he might have did Shuvah at the end, but in any case, he, he was on the run for his life, and he talks to Hashem saying, I alone was the prophet standing up for Hashem. I was the one alone that was involved in standing up for the honor of Hashem. And we know that there was also a Vadya who hit a hundred prophets, fifty in a cave, I believe. But the one that was really run after was Eliyahu. And Hashem felt after X amount of years, I don't know how many years he was prophesizing, but after X amount of years, Hashem had to take him because he said, I alone am, am, am being zealous for your sake, Hashem. I alone am fighting for you. And Hashem said to him, why are you here? Why are you here? And, and Eliyahu said, they're not listening, they're... They're not uh, behaving in the right way. I alone, I alone. And Hashem asked him twice, once before a vision, once after the vision, I believe. And Hashem said, all right, it's time for Elisha to take over, your disciple. We're going to take you in a whirlwind up to heaven. And the question is, Pinchas might be Eliyahu, so they're connected. Maybe they share the same neshama or the same traits. Maybe they were the same person. Different opinions, different ways of looking at it. But even if they, they share the same outlook on life, and we should try to be zealous and alacritous as well, why was he taken, and and why does he come back? We know he comes back for different occasions. He comes to every bris. We know, according to tradition, he comes to every seder. Why are those two things involved? And I'll tell you one idea that we talked about on the on the lecture about ze- zealousness, zealotry, and alacrity, and zeal, is that Eliyahu was so involved in the fundamental aspects of the Jewish people and and standing up for the Jewish people. So Hashem said, by your life, you're going to be present at all the very important aspects of Jewish life to show you that they are continuing the traditions, they are involved in their traditions. The Seder where we commemorate Yitzhak Mitzrayim, basically Jewish history in a nutshell from Mitzrayim and how the sages looked at it and, and had the different aspects of, of what was important there. And the bris milah, which is basically a, a Jew carrying on the tradition to the next generation. L'chniso, l'briso shel Avram Avinu, and where we say, with the blood, the actual blood of the circumcision, one of the first mitzvahs talked about in the Torah itself and in the in the Sefer of Bereshis. Eliyahu Navi himself testifies and sees the continuation of the Jewish people. So we too should do what we can to be zealous. We too should be what we can to be alacritous. We need to rise up. We need to make sure to stand up. And we've talked about these different topics before, but it always bears repeating, especially when we come to a partial like Pinchas. There were already people that got the kahuna, but Pinchas was the only one that acquired the kahuna as a gift, as a reward for his actions. The other ones were given to it and and afterwards, the kahuna passed down as a biological right, but not as a gift that was earned or acquired by the merit of one's actions. Pinchas did so by the merit of one's actions. We, too, need to stand up and merit this char for mitzvahs that we do. We can't assume it'll come to us without work. We can't assume it'll come to us without a shtadus. We can't assume it'll come to us easy-peasy. We have to make sure to put in our effort. We have to make sure to rise up, to stand up, to get up. And make sure that you're involved in the zealotry for a good reason. You know, there's some bad traits, many bad traits in the world. One of the main reasons we're here in this world 
is to work on our traits, to work on our midos, and to find the tick and to find the special passion, the special gift, the special talent that we're able to use to contribute to the world, to give to the world. And one of those things we have to fight against is je- jealousy, of course, anger and arrogance too. We're supposed to avoid at all costs. I myself have to work on many, many things, including those things. But in general, we're supposed to use zealousness for good. I want to be more like a Talmud Chacham. I want to be more like a, a better Ovid Hashem. I want to be more involved and more interactive with how I could contribute to the world. And we see from Pinchas, he gets up, he stops the Magifa, he, he spears those two people, checks the Magifa, he stands up for the honor of Hashem. We need to stand up for the honor of Hashem. You know, now I went back to work this week in person with the Board of Ed Working Summer School, which is a wonderful thing. I love working summer school for various reasons, besides for that it's a better rate for for services in the summer and better hours, and it's a little more chilled out. It's just overall nice. It's also shorter, a six-week situation. But, you know, going back to work in person, sometimes we need to stand up. People sometimes hide their Jewishness at work. I'm the opposite. I purposely wear my kippah, purposely talk about things about kosher, whatnot. You know, they showed me the fridge at work, and I said, I can't use the microwave. It's not really a, a simple situation. It's not really kosher, whatnot. And they're like, what does it mean, kosher? You can't use the fridge. And I have to try to explain different things. And we need to stand up for our ideals, our Jewish ideals in general. We need to make sure to showcase a Kiddush Hashem on whatever small level. Pinchas was able to do so on a massive level for to check the Magefa and to, to bring a Kiddush Hashem. Eliyahu was able to do a Kiddush Hashem on many occasions. You know, he was a miracle worker and so was Elisha on some level, quote-unquote, Hashem gives the power to people to be able to do things as a conduit from Hashem. Everything obviously comes from Hashem. But on some level, we need to do what we can to be Mekadosh Shemayim, to sanctify the name of Hashem to bring what we can to bring goodness to the world and any small level if you could walk around and be a good worker an honest worker an on-time worker not squandering your time coming to to work and just watching tv all day or doing something crazy which is unethical and against the grain of what we're supposed to be doing in our jobs you know you can make sure that you're you're showing a shining example of the jewish people you become a walking ambassador for the jewish people you become a an agent, a warrior in the army of Hashem, standing up for the ideals of the Jewish people. And that's what Pinchas did, and that's what Eliyahu did. We need to rise up, stand up to the occasion, and we've called it this before, but it's always good to have a different spin. We want to make sure to realize to be princely in our own ways and how we dress and how we act and how we behave, how we present ourselves to the world as Hashem's chosen nation. What are we chosen to do to make the world a better place? Not chosen to to think we're better in any way, shape, or form, but to be able to contribute to the world and add to the world. So make sure on some level we're inspired from Pinchas to stand up rise up and to stand up to the unjustness of things around you to the immorality of things around you to wake up and realize it's not normal what's going on in the world today the seculars and the and how there's you know there's too much there's too much compassion for the wrong things misplaced compassion we're more we care much more about pets and animals than we do about humans sometimes and that's wrong and that's opposite of what we're supposed to do it's really an omo olam hafach 
as the sages talk about in the Talmud, this world is backwards and the world to come is really the world of MS, whether things are right. So make sure to stand up, be inspired by Eliyahu, be inspired by Pinchas, rise up and make a difference in a little way every single day. This has been Tani Talks Parsha. Thanks for joining us where we talk about the Parsha of the week with some practical lessons to keep. And I'm your host, Tani.